I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hi guys, welcome back to the Upbeat Dietitians podcast. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in for another episode. Today we'll be talking about grocery shopping and a bunch of different tips we have for you guys. We also want to talk about how to shop on a budget because that's a pretty common nutrition question we get often. And then lastly, we'll kind of talk about how grocery shopping and meal planning can benefit your life. And this episode, we really wanted to provide more, I guess, practical information because a lot of our past episodes have been kind of throwing information at you and advising you about, or not entirely advising you, but talking about been a lot of Yeah. (laughs) And it's like a lot of what not to do and not so much like actual, like what to do to be healthier yeah so So, we want to help you yeah with these fun tips yeah everyone has to go grocery shopping and make food so hopefully this applies to everyone Mm -hmm. so the first bullet point we're gonna start with is grocery shopping essentials and i might just be interpreting this differently than you do are Hannah but for me like grocery shopping essentials are like a grocery list a reusable bag um not being hungry (laughs) Uh, but I wasn't sure if you were thinking more in terms of things to actually buy that are essential to your grocery shopping trip did I write this or did you write this I can't remember because I, I don't know how to <laughs> interpret it either. <laughs> I probably wrote it then. I, I'm gonna, I think I wrote this. I wrote a lot of the main ones. So this like is probably a thought like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. To <laughs> go with what you were saying, I, <laughs> I'd have to agree. I think a grocery list is very good. I always have that. And I try to use reusable bags but I really only am good about that when I go to Aldi where you have to I do want to get better at that um yeah not being hungry I like to sip on coffee while I shop if I can with masks it's been difficult but hopefully now that's becoming less of a thing I went to Meyer this weekend and they had a sign on the door that said if you're fully vaccinated you don't need to wear a mask anymore and that like blew my mind I've I've been seeing that kind of I guess I at a lot of stores I've also been to. Yeah. I'm still like I wore I'm mine. still wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. I felt weird not wearing one. It's like in I the know. beginning where I felt weird if I did wear one. Now it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not ready for the world to see my face. No. At least in person. Like no. you can see me now. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> so yeah. Well, let's go through just some general tips for best practice for grocery shopping. The first one sounds like it's simple and it is, but there's some thought to it. And that is picking a place to grocery shop. And the reason this 
thought process happens and it might just happen automatically for you but I know for me personally I like have to plan out what I'm gonna cook and that determines where I'm gonna go get my stuff um because obviously like Walmart and Trader Joe's have totally different grocery items so yep I take that into account and then also staying within budget as well certain grocery stores will be more expensive like if you go like a Whole Foods or a Fresh Time or something like that while they might have certain healthier options if you will it probably will be pricier if you do shop organic which we'll get to in a little bit actually if you need to do that or not I feel like you already know the answer but anyway we'll get to that if you do shop organic it often is more expensive but that is a good time to go to like a fresh time or a whole foods because they have a lot more of those options yes my family is kind of crazy I don't know (laughs) Uh, but when we go go when we go grocery shopping, we'll go to like four or five stores. Oh yeah, because we always go to Costco for like whatever items we need in bulk. Which is always like eggs, bread, stuff like that. But then we'll go to Aldi for some other special things we like. We'll hit up Jewel. We'll go to Trader Joe's, and it's just it's a full. I was like, I was thinking the word exhibition. Like that's kind of what it is. You don't really have to do that, but I think we've just figured out what foods we like the most from different stores, and then also comparing prices, like what's worth spending more on versus what the generic generic store brand is. We'll do just fine. Yeah, same. I usually can't get all the stuff that I want at one store. I can, but it just won't be as fun of a week. I like to get like all kinds of different fun stuff. (laughs) And yeah, that's a good point with Costco too. Like you have to go to Costco to get your big stuff, like your box stuff, but you can't get all that at Trader Joe's. That's more like your fun things. Yeah. So I get that. I come from a family of seven. So Costco is like my mom's favorite store. Yeah. She goes hard at Costco. I'm talking like hundreds of dollars. That's crazy. She goes hard. I feel like that's kind of a common thing that happens at Costco. Does your Costco have those self-checkout registers now? We do now, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's it's funny a game changer. <laughs> yeah. That way you can feel comfortable getting like three things, but who goes there and just gets like three things? No. 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 I used to go with my mom all the time for samples. Mm. I think they're bringing them back. I saw them. Really? I was like, oh my gosh. I, I forgot what this months. is like. It's been like a year and a half since I've seen yeah. a sample at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Is once you figured out where you want to shop, it's kind of figuring out what the best time to shop is. And this can really depend a lot on if you work a nine to five job, if you work weekends, typically you are part-time and you really don't have a consistent schedule. But typically during the weekdays, during working hours, that like nine to five gap is a really good time to go shopping if you're not currently working at that time because a lot of people do work during then. And then also on weekends, really early in the morning is a great, or at least like when they open is a great time to shop because most people sleep in on the weekends. 
so you can kind of get ahead of the crowd and go in the morning. And it's also important that you avoid grocery shopping really close to the holidays. As you might know, if you've ever done holiday shopping day of or day before, like it is a wild time in grocery (laughs) stores. So many things are out. So many people are like getting ruthless, taking whatever they can that's left. It is, it's competitive at that point and you should definitely plan ahead. So we recommend you plan ahead unless you don't mind not getting all everything you might be looking for. Additionally, on paydays is a big time to kind of avoid because a lot of people will be getting their paycheck and they might be using that money to go to the grocery store and get something they needed. So keeping in mind, typically it's a two-week cycle to my knowledge. Sometimes they do once a month. I don't really know the day people get paid. If there it's is a... often on Fridays, like Ross gets paid okay. every Friday. And I think that's a pretty common, a common one. Okay. Avoid Fridays every <laughs> two, every two weeks. It's probably like the mid, like the mid month mark. Well, he gets paid weekly too. I, oh, okay. He, I get paid every other week at my job and he, Ross told me that he, was very surprised to hear that I got paid every other week. He's only heard of getting paid weekly, but I've only had heard of it getting paid every other week. So when I got paid at my job at Purdue also. I think every job I've ever had, it's been every other week. I know. I've never had one that's every week. So depends on your industry, I guess. Yeah. And the last time to avoid is right after 5 p.m. That's when a lot of people are getting off of work and they might be hitting up the grocery store on their way home. So try to get in before 5 p.m. And then also it's important about figuring out when the best time to shop is when your store restocks their fresh fruits and vegetables so you can kind of get the best deals on produce. This is something you can find out. I think if you talk to any worker, they'll disclose that information. I don't think it's very Or if you like... If you go at like different times, you can just tell sometimes like when I go, I forget which day it is. I wish I could remember, but when I go to Meyer on a certain day, they're often like stocking the veggies like oh, on yeah. there. So yeah, it can be good to know just their schedule a little bit. And you can always ask, like Emily, Emily said, that way you just get the most fresh produce instead of like the wrinkly old peppers and stuff that are Ew. just sitting there waiting to be <laughs> waiting to be bought. Poor little guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of fruits and veggies, let's go over how to kind of navigate the store a little bit. And again, I know it sounds kind of simple, but there is just some there's some thought process to it. So it's we can kind of split it up into like the perimeter of the store and then the inside of the store. And the perimeter is where you'd find most of like your whole foods, if you will, like your fruits and your veggies and um, meat and dairy. And the inside is more of your shelf stable foods. And people sometimes will say like only shop the perimeter, don't shop the inside. And that's just kind of bad advice because there's plenty of good stuff on the inside as well. Um, Like some of my staples, for example, that I'd find like in the inside part of the store would be like my oats, my canned vegetables, like beans, for example, coffee. That's where you find your coffee at. 
beans and I said beans, bread, tortilla, <laughs> beans, <laughs> more beans. beans. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my fiber in. Um, while I'm talking about beans, I guess I'll point out that if you do get beans, try to get the low sodium or the no salt added ones. If you can't ever find those in whatever variety you get, you could always rinse them off and it does get a lot of the sodium off, but that's just one little tip. It doesn't taste different at all. If you ask me to get the no salt added, but anyway, nothing wrong with shopping both the outside and the inside of the store. Um, a little tip for like your fruits and veggies whatever's in season is going to be the cheapest. So it could be kind of good to learn that as well, what fruits and veggies are in that season. So currently like things like watermelon, cherries were on sale at Meyer the other day. Um, you probably wouldn't want to buy watermelon like in January. It probably wouldn't even be there. And if it is, it'd probably be like 10 bucks for a melon. So <laughs> yeah. it's always good to know not only to save money because, or also because it will taste better too. Very true. I don't really have much to add on to that besides emphasizing that there are good things on the inside of the store not I hate just that the advice outside. have yeah, you heard that I, before I I have I have yeah but I think it pairs well a lot with kind of we're going to talk about it later and we talked about it a bit before is when you're going through those inner aisles there are more like snacky foods and if you are craving something at that time you might be more inclined to purchase it and that's what I think I'm trying to like see the good intentions from that saying but if you go in that's like kind of the biggest thing about making a list which kind of segues right into our next (laughs) topic that's the kind of the best thing about making a list is you're going in knowing what you need to buy and you won't get deterred by other products. Granted, I am someone who I, this is a very weird thing I do, but I like treating myself <laughs> to a new yogurt every time I go. Oh yeah. I totally do that. I totally yeah, do that. Like there are all these fun flavors and I don't yeah. really eat yogurt that often, at least like the flavored kind. But if I see some, every time I go to the grocery store, one of my trips, I'll pick up a new fun yogurt. <laughs> so like that could be fun. I guess that's not in the inner aisles, but that goes off of my list what I originally wrote down. Yeah. Have you seen, or do you know like about those Chobani flips? Like I love Chobani. That's typically what I'm getting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you seen the chur- or the chewy churro one they have? No, it's their newest so one. Good. It's my favorite. It's so good. So is good. it like cinnamon toast crunchy? Kinda. It has like crunchy bits, and it also has like little chewy churro bits. It's kind of like churro dough. Ooh, it's so good. That sounds so good. I'll have it's to go so look good. now. <laughs> I love that one and the chocolate haze craze, which is like the Ooh, hazelnut yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. Yeah, love those things. Yeah. That's when what I'm craving at the time will affect what I am choosing. Because I'm like, am I in a fruity mood or am I in a chocolate mood? Yeah, it's typically the same thing. But going back to the list (laughs) is having a grocery list kind of makes life a lot easier with grocery shopping and makes the entire process a lot less overwhelming 
because not only can you plan out what you need to get, and if you're going to different stores, you can plan out what you need from each store. But also if you keep an ongoing one throughout the week, you can kind of write down any time you run running low on a product or you run out of a product. So that way you don't have to make a mental note like, oh, next time I go to Jewel, I need to pick up bread. You have it written down. So then you don't forget, or like you're in the middle of the store. You're like, I needed, I came here for one thing and I don't remember what it is, but you'll have the luxury of having a list right in front of you which is really great and also it eliminates the number of grocery store runs you make which there's really no there's not too much harm in going multiple times but if you have a very busy schedule or you want to save gas money um having a list really helps make sure that you get everything you need at that one time and you don't forget multiple things and have to go back. And if you forget more things, you have to go back again. So it's time and cost effective. Exactly. <laughs> I know it sounds like old school, but making a list really does help. Yeah. Um, sidebar, what is this jewel that you keep speaking of? I've never heard of that before. Do you not have jewels near uh-uh. you? Uh-uh. What is that? They're, they're called jewel Oscos. Um, <laughs> I don't I've know never heard that in Oscar. my life. Uh, I think it might be an Illinois grocery store. I don't really know. It's a, did you ever have a Dominic's? <laughs> I, no, I was going to compare it to that. Um, do you have Meyer there? We don't have a Meyer. The only reason I know what Meyer is is because of Purdue. Yeah. Um, but I would, I think I'd compare it to like a smaller Meyer. Okay. Like kind of around that, but they don't have like, it's all food. Oh, there's no like like, clothing or like anything like that, but like that type of food. Yeah. Category. That's funny. I've never heard of that in my life. (laughs) The more, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I do know that people don't know what Meyer is. I have yeah some friends who don't live in this area who follow me on Instagram. They're like, where'd you get that? And I'm like, Meyer. And they're like, oh, there's no Meyer here in Florida. I'm like, oh, there isn't? Huh. <laughs> yeah, because we both know what all these are. We know yeah. both know Trader Joe's. We both know Costco. I have the only Kroger? Reason I, we do not have a Kroger. What? The only reason I know all of yours is because of Purdue. Like Purdue. I know Fresh Time, Kroger, Meyer. Those are like That's the funny. three, I think. I don't think I've ever been in a Kroger though. What? We're going when you come visit. That's going to okay. be one of our stops. Okay. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Meyer, really. Okay, cool. I yeah. kind of like it better for certain things, but it's just like Meyer. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a Whole Foods near you? Mm-hmm. I don't have a Whole Foods. The closest one's in Indy. Oh, okay. So we just have Fresh Time. There's one called Fresh Market in Fort Wayne. I think we have a Fresh Market. Do you? It's the same thing, basically, as those other ones. And then Trader Joe's is brand new here. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. You have Walmart, of course, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Trying to think what else there is. That's usually the big ones. I'm learning so much. I know. There's so many grocery stores. 
You're going to come to Kroger when you visit me and we're going to go to Jewel when I come visit you. Okay. I'm trying to think of something fun about Jewel. Not to like, no Jewel slander here, but I'm just like, I don't really know what I get from there normally. Huh. Do you have Sam's Club? Yes. Okay. I figured you'd do if you have Walmart. Huh. My mind is blown. I like feel like we live in different worlds. Even though we're just in another state over. I know. Man, I am so closed-minded sometimes. <laughs> Illinois has what? New I gotta diversify stores. a little. <laughs> I'll take you to all our new stores. Okay. We are really good at getting sidetracked today. I feel like it's mostly mm-hmm. my fault. Okay. okay. Kind of going along with making a list. We kind of already mentioned this as well. Um, not shopping when you're hungry is a good tip. Everyone kind of already knows. Because that could just lead to impulse buys that are not on the list. If you do see something new you want to buy, that's great. I do that all the time. It's just if you are on a budget or if you are, I guess that's probably the biggest one, actually. If you're on a budget, that can be something that throws you off a little bit. Yeah. And when I'm hungry, typically I don't want to buy like a ton of fruits or veggies, depending on the mood I'm in. So that could potentially hurt you in, later in the week when you're like, I need to eat or I need to make this roasted veggie or whatever and your hungry self did not buy it. Yeah. All you got was a bag or a box of Oreos. <laughs> kind of going to our next segue. <laughs> My transitions are never good. So like I just kind of <laughs> state the top here. I'm like, yes, it's related. <laughs> um, another topic we want to discuss was how to choose ripe produce because you don't want to choose produce that is over ripened and you're going to have to either eat it immediately or it's going to go bad in the next couple of days or you don't want to buy produce that's under ripened kind of will take who knows how long unless you're tracking it like every day you're checking in on your produce. got an excel sheet I would totally do that <laughs> like day three green peppers became soft <laughs> I would totally do that. I'm surprised I don't already have an Excel sheet for my my produce. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. I'm I'm sure someone has the resource, but like the half life of a like a produce, like how long it typically typically takes to yeah. ripen. I'm sure that's on the internet somewhere. But if we find it, we'll we'll link it. Yeah. Um, I wanted us to go through some different types of foods and like how to tell if they are ripe. So a big one is avocados. That one, I don't know if it works. I haven't tried this yet, but like I've heard that you can like pop that little stem thing off. And if it comes off easily, it might be ripe. I just squeeze the thing and like tell by squeezing it. And I have found that I keep them on the counter. And then once they start to get a little bit soft, I throw them in the fridge and then they stay really good for like a couple of weeks. Same. If you leave them on the counter after they get soft, they'll just keep getting soft and they'll be bad in like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not heard that before? Of the stem thing? I think I've heard something similar to it, but just thinking of someone breaking all the stems. Like, how are the other people supposed to know all the stems are gone? They're going to have to go old school squeeze method. 
<laughs> yeah. I am kind of particular with my avocados since I eat avocados every single day. And I will take five minutes at the avocado oh, yeah. section, feeling every single avocado. Because <laughs> I'm like comparing sizes, I'm comparing color. I'm like, if there's any little indents, I'm not getting that. If it's too hard, I. And you can like kind of tell like the pit size too, based on like the shape of it. And obviously you want to get like a really small pit. I like to get at least like one soft one that can have like right away. And then like a couple of hard ones to like save for later in the week. Yeah. Yeah. I get sad when there's like the perfect squishiness or like hardness, but then in color, because for avocados, you want it to be more that like deep brownish green color you don't necessarily want the like bright green because that's still not ripe yet but I hate when it's the perfect product and then it's like this small and I'm like there's gonna be like one scoop of avocado in this yeah and I'm paying how much for it Oh, that too. I don't get avocados unless they're less than a dollar. It's like a personal rule oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for myself. Of course. Yeah. If it's like they were 55 cents once and I like freaked out. And there was like, oh, you are limited to eight avocados. <laughs> I'm like, this is for people like me. <laughs> uh-huh. They're usually like 69 cents, something like that well, at that's Aldi. Not bad. At my Aldi. But they're always like a buck or something like that when I go to Kroger or Meyer. That's Um, when you start learning different prices when you go to different stores. And you also start learning what a good price for produce is. I think that's that's kind of just practice. That's really a good point. Yeah, you don't really know until you start to grocery shop. Yeah. How about pineapple? I've heard that that one, if you like sniff it and it smells pretty pineapple-y, then you know it might be kind of ripe. I've also heard you can like easily pull out the stem things. And that's how you know it's right. But I haven't tried any of these. So I don't really know. That one's kind I of a shot not, in the dark, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I do not know. I kind of just look for one that feels. Yeah. Okay. And like color wise, if it is more of like a rich color instead of like that pale brownish greenish color mm-hmm. on the outside. Pineapple is a shot in the dark. So is like cantaloupe that one I've also heard the sniffing thing like you can sniff it and it, if it smells pretty melony it might be done mm-hmm. but watermelon I know there's all kinds of tricks for yeah watermelon like I've heard you can tap it right and if it's hollow sounding it's ripe is that right something like that and then like the mm-hmm. colors of it if it has like more of that like light brown crackling kind of stuff on it I think it's more ripe I read all these different things on these, but I never actually utilize them. Yeah. I feel like I also don't buy those products enough to know. I guess I only do in the summer. So I'll report back after I get my first watermelon of the year. Please, please post tricks. a review or like a tips with Hannah. Yeah, I'll do that. Produce do that. edition. <laughs> Ooh, it's actually a good idea. I could do like a whole, a whole like course on that. Yeah. Have you out here picking off stems of avocados? <laughs> like you just recording yourself in a menace to society, <laughs> and no one around you can do the same trick because all the stems yeah. will be gone. Maybe that don't do that. Upset. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Just squeeze it. You can get a pretty good tell of how it is by squeezing it. 
And then in terms of pineapple and melon, just give them a good sniff. That'll, <laughs> they'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Didn't know where that was going to go. How about, okay. The next two questions, I feel like everyone knows the answer to, but in case you don't, we're going to tell you the answer. First one is, do you have to always get the name brand? Is generic just the same thing? And in my opinion, generic is in terms of food, typically very similar in terms of taste and it's a lot cheaper. So I usually get generic in terms of like, like canned goods, frozen veggies, meat. I usually have no problem getting the generic store brand version. And generic is typically, I don't know if you mentioned this, um, but generic is typically cheaper. Yeah. Which is very nice for staying on a budget Mm -hmm. and for life. (laughs) We're all on a budget. It's just a matter of how big our budget is. (laughs) All right. Next question. Very simple answer that we've already discussed more thoroughly in the previous episode, but do you have to get organic? And again, this is just our personal thoughts on this, but in general, no. There are some foods that I know some RDs recommend getting organic and that's okay if you can't afford to and you like to do it. But in general, if you only get conventional, that's just fine. Yeah. That's kind of like the biggest thing is if you're able to financially afford it, sure, why not? But for most cases, if you're getting any type of specifically like produce, that's going to be better than not choosing to buy any at all. Yeah, exactly. So, as I talked about, (laughs) there you go. How life we're on a budget. (laughs) We can kind of talk about how to shop on a budget. (laughs) And (laughs) one of my favorite things that I think my dad has like condition me now this is how I will be grocery shopping from now on is coupons with grocery shopping he'll take like the Costco ads the Aldi ads the Jewel ads like lay them out put marks next to anything he's interested in and then he'll talk to us about like oh what do we need to get for this week he'll write it down and then he'll look across the stores figure out where they're selling the cheapest thing at And then go there for that. I love that. It's, I feel like it's so smart. And not only can you often see like all the deals, but often sometimes there are also coupons available and stores love selling, selling, they don't sell you coupons. They (laughs) email you coupons. So stay on top of those or just like searching in your search engine on your email for whatever you're going to is really smart. So, and there, there are a lot of resources out there. It's kind of a matter of you have to put the time into finding them. And some stores have like perks. So like Meyer has M perks where like every dollar you spend gets a perk point or whatever. And those eventually will turn into coupons or money saved or whatever. And Kroger has their points too. So that can be one benefit of going to the same store. Most of the time is you do can, or you can get points of that store and that can be coupons right there Mm -hmm. I wanted to point out too on this one coupons are great I'm all for coupons but just be mindful of like 
which ones you're using just because you might save money on that product doesn't mean you should get it because it might even be something you don't even need and then you're just spending money on something you don't even need so if you use coupons just use them on foods that you actually plan on eating (laughs) that's a very good point I feel like that can be applied to also everything another life lesson here is just because (laughs) changing lives (laughs) just because something or like that cute clothing that item that you saw or that new brand of cereal that you're not really interested in but just because it's on sale doesn't mean you should get it because would you pay full price for that normally And are you going to use that? And do you genuinely want that? If not, do not buy that. I'm so guilty of that with clothes. If it's on sale, even if I wouldn't even really wear it, I need to get out of that. They get you with all those emails when it's like, this week, 30% off if you spend a million (laughs) dollars. For a low, low price of seven figures. And then people are like, oh, I wasn't thinking about this, but since there's a sale, I may as well. (laughs) It's good. It's good. We might have to uh, try that tactic out on our, on our store. (laughs) It works. So (laughs) that's true. At first I did not realize what you were talking about. I was like, what? I thought you were talking about like us going to a grocery store and like buying things because say I'm like why would you come visit and we go to Kroger we're only gonna buy things we don't need (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) that was like a great time to me (laughs) that's what we do when we hang out we just grocery we'll just stare at everything we don't want (laughs) okay I think that is enough talk about grocery stores for now let's get more into like meal planning and prepping of course this goes hand in hand with grocery shopping but Um, Right off the bat, I'm going to include in our other links description thing, this weekly meal planning calendar I like to give out to like patients and clients that my plate has. And I don't use this one specifically, but I do have my own little thing I use to plan out my meals for the week. So before I go to the store, I usually go on Friday or Saturday. Um, I always plan out at least my dinners for the week because that one is the one that has the most variability. Breakfast is very similar from week to week and lunch is usually just leftovers. And my snacks are always kind of the same stuff too. Like I always do like a yogurt and then some kind of fruit usually with like maybe like some string cheese. So anyway, I plan out at least my dinners, but if you're someone who likes to have more variety, you could always plan out your breakfasts and your lunches and your snacks as well. Or if you're kind of a beginner, it'd be a good place to kind of start. That way you do just have more of a plan. But anyway, I'll link this calendar that kind of helps you walk through all the different meals. You can write down exactly what you plan on having. And then I use, I would use those menu items to then make your grocery list. That was just a long roundabout way of me saying that I'll include a weekly calendar link below. (laughs) Check the description for your free meal planning calendar. Yeah. All right. I also recommend investing in quality food storage containers. I guess I could link some of those too, the ones that I use. I have gotten all of mine on Amazon. I have some that I use to like 
store food in the fridge, like my Pyrex ones I usually use for that. And then I have ones I like actually bring to work. And those are Mm -hmm. like smaller ones I have, like sometimes they have like little compartments. So depending on what kind of foods you usually have to go, like for say lunch, probably Mm -hmm. you might want different containers, but anyway, I can link some of those as well. And I guess the biggest advice I can give for meal planning and prepping is making it part of your routine. So it's just like part of my every weekend. I either do it on one of the weekend days. I at least plan out all my dinners, if not get stuff ready, like veggies. I might like get some of the meat marinating if I'm doing something like that. Um, And it doesn't have to be like a whole four hour Sunday afternoon thing. If it's even just like spending 30 minutes of your Sunday, just like making a plan that can really, really help set you up for success during the week. And then I always share on my Instagram stories how I like to do this, but I find that it's really helpful when I get home from the store to like right away before I even put away my vegetables, I always clean them and cut them because we all know that if you just like let them sit in the fridge until Thursday, they're just never going to get eaten. It's way just easier on yourself if you always have those ready to go. So yeah, I always clean them all up, put them in their own little containers, and I can just like kind of grab from those throughout the week. And then say you don't do that and you don't feel like prepping them or say you didn't get enough for some reason, I always like to have frozen veggies on hand as well for those days where Maybe say like I have my meat that I want, but I don't have any other sides. I'll do like a frozen bag of broccoli or any of those like bird's eye frozen things can be really good as a side. Mm-hmm. So I always have frozen stuff on hand too for those weird days where you just don't know what to eat. And scene. <laughs> Yay. Well done. And that's kind of meal prepping. I don't really have anything more to add. I feel like you summed that up pretty well. I also meal prep kind of regularly I am a big leftover fan me too so I love creating something big and making multiple portions so you can have it throughout the week some people who don't want to eat the same thing you could make multiple big things so then you're alternating if you don't want to deal with it or whatever but I really enjoy meal prepping because it just makes it so much easier throughout the week when you're tired and don't have the energy to cook after a long work day and also it's easier I feel like to just get all the cooking done and then you can enjoy the food throughout the rest of the week yeah that was a good point with the leftovers people sometimes hear like meal prepping and think it's like the whole spread of like having a million different containers and like having everything everywhere and it's like a whole day ordeal but for me meal prepping is literally just making extra dinner every night so I have it for lunch the next day that's all it is it doesn't have to be a whole thing where you're planning out breakfast lunch dinner containers for everything your fridge is just stocked full of containers yeah well that can be a good thing if you like it that cannot that's not for everyone yeah I feel like they might have that image of like seeing a fridge with like here's my lunch for Wednesday and here's my lunch for Thursday it's we do like this is a big container of this and you scoop out what you need exactly you kind of go from there that like makes it so you can have like wiggle room too if you do plan out exactly every single meal you're gonna have for the whole week like say your friends want to go out Friday and you guys planned it last minute that makes it kind of hard to 
feel, I guess, like comfortable doing that. Cause if you're someone who hates wasting food, then you may have wasted that lunch or that dinner. So it kind of just takes the fun out of it a little bit. If you are super duper strict about what you're going to have every single day, there's pros and cons to it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was one thing I remembered. I don't know where this would fit in, but I think maybe with making a list, but before you go grocery shopping, check in your house if you have the ingredients you need for a recipe beforehand or even like a recipe you're interested in, like make sure you have all the ingredients. And if it wasn't like a seasoning or something you weren't thinking of, make sure to write that down. But also it helps you not waste food that you already have because you might think you need like more garlic, but you go and there's already like three cloves. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. It's good to have like maybe like a running list of like the staples that you do run out of sometimes. Like I'll have a list where I'll just put like if I run out of flour, sugar, rice, those things kind of like fall into their own little list Mm -hmm. because they only run out like once a month, once every two months, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I know we kind of already went over this, but we wanted to talk about what our favorite grocery stores are. Um, I am learning today that there are some I don't even know about that Emily goes to regularly. So that's mind blowing. But I would say you guys know I can't commit to anything when it comes to food. So this is a hard answer as always. (laughs) It just totally depends on my mood. But I have fell in love with Trader Joe's. I'd only gone like once before, but they came to Fort Wayne like six months ago. And so I'm currently obsessed with that. I feel like it won't ever, I won't ever grow out of it. I just love it so much. So I always have new stuff. And then I love Aldi. You guys know that. Um, but just for like my regular old, like boring groceries, I usually go to Kroger or Meyer. So they're not the most fun or my favorite, but those are usually where I go to get like my staples. I think we have, I have very similar preferences like Trader Joe's I think will always be my top just because they always have new fun things and I like love everything about that store it's just a fun time (laughs) Ross doesn't like it I know I think what it is is he sees how much of a trader hoe I am and he thinks that that is weird and so he's more turned off by my obsession than like the actual store itself. Uh, yeah. He thinks it's weird how much I love it. And so I think that's why he doesn't like it because I'm just obsessed. But yeah, I have to like go alone because he doesn't really like going with me. I know. I'm like, who doesn't like that environment? And like, I have gone, so nice. I've gone to Trader Joe's with friends as a social <laughs> event. Right. Where will I spent, I remember this because it was during sometime during the pandemic I don't know it's still going on but like sometime during COVID because they were having a door checker oh yeah and me and my friend went and the door checker also the employees are always so nice they're so nice they make me feel so good about myself every time I'm there but the door checker like greeted us and we had whatever conversation and we went to every single aisle and looked at like every item and 45 minutes passed. And the only reason I knew this is because we came out, the door checker's like, you're still here. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is, this is what we do for fun now. We got- yeah. 
I do that too. I have to look at every single thing so I don't miss anything new. Mm-hmm. And I'm so new to it. I like don't know like even what their regular stuff is. So I'm like still learning. Yeah. This is a fun, fun fact about Trader Joe's since I have had the privilege of being in Trader Joe's my entire life. But they used to have this turtle named Tiki. That was a stuffed animal. And if you were a child and you found Tiki in the store, you'd get a free food prize. Oh my gosh. So every time I went to Trader Joe's, my sister and I would find Tiki within like five seconds because we knew the main places they hid him. And we'd get like a, it was the like fruit wrap, not the wraps, but like they were like the fruit, not roll-ups, but like, you know what I'm talking about where it's like, I think so. A fruit yeah. thing. Like the strips, like the yeah. leathers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that was always, always made. I don't think they do it anymore. I was going to say, do they do that still? They do have him up sometimes, but I'm also no longer a child. So I don't know if they'd give <laughs> me like something for finding wow, him. congrats. <laughs> you grown woman. Weirdo. Um, so Trader Joe's is my top one. Aldi's is all, Aldi is also one of my top ones because they normally have a lot of off-brand stuff that is cheaper and I also really like trying whatever they want also they I feel like they treat their employees well because they get to sit on their little chair and I love that like they make you bring a quarter like your Aldi quarter so they don't have to have someone doing the carts unless someone just wants to lose a quarter I guess but no one ever does that yeah and then also the reasonable bag so go Aldi and my last one I'd say was Costco just because of the samples Ugh. and it's ginormous. <laughs> yeah. They have everything there. Yeah. Um, I went to Aldi recently and to make a point of how nice they are, I got in line and the guy was like, oh my gosh, hello. How are you? Tell me about your entire day start to finish. <laughs> I, I was like, you're scanning so fast. How can I go through my entire <laughs> day? But okay, here we go. So I woke up sweet. and then <laughs> I know. And Aww. I know it was so cute. And he asked every single person that tell me about your entire day. How are you today? It was so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I want to make a little, I guess not really a PSA, but I know if you haven't gone to Aldi before, it can be kind of overwhelming. So here's how it works for those who have not gone to Aldi. Someone asked me recently, I want to go, but like, I'm really nervous about it because there's like a whole cart thing and like, you don't have bags. Like, how does it work? So you have your little Aldi quarter. You bring your own quarter. You get it back. So you're not going to lose a quarter whenever you go. You put it in the cart and that like undoes this little chain. And so you can like detach the cart from the others. And then you put your little cart into the store. You do your shopping and then you go through the checkout. That's normal. And then you have to bring your own reusable bags to bag your groceries or they have bags there you can buy. And if you get like the paper ones, it's like what 15 cents a bag or something like that. Yeah. So you can either bring your own, buy those, or if you forget them, you can just like throw it in the back of your truck or your car, like Costco style, where you just like load it all and unload it at home. I've done that. It kind of sucks though, because Aldi is like more smaller items in Costco. So it's like carrying in like every single individual piece of garlic into your house is not fun. But then you load it all into your car and then you return your cart and get your quarterback. So yeah. That's how Aldi works. If you are an Aldi newbie, mm-hmm. what is this podcast? <laughs> These are, this is practical information. Yeah. Cool. I feel like that sums up 
our conversation today kind of or this is a good ending point to all our grocery store tips budgeting tips and meal prepping tips lots of practical helpful advice hopefully for you that we hope you at least took one thing away from this yeah if not how to go to Aldi (laughs) let us know if you have any questions about any grocery store things there's really no limit on that it can be anything you want to know about I talk about about grocery shopping 24 7 yeah I love getting asked about that bonus question of the day I'm curious about your answer Emily what order do you remove eggs from the carton and I want to second this by saying or add to it by saying what do you do with the shells after you crack your egg oh okay so I will go first yeah I'll take the floor um I so this is (laughs) this is my carton and it opens this way so I will start at this bottom row and I'll start on the right and just kind of go so like that. Interesting. And then we'll just go each row. Um, and then for cracking the eggs, we have a composter in our backyard. Oh. So we have this metal tin we keep under our kitchen sink that we'll put that in. And whenever it fills up, we'll take it to the back and compost it. That is very different from my experience with it. Really? Yes. I was nervous to have just the exact same answer and be like, okay, cool. See you next week. But here is how, let me get a book. How I, how I go through it. Okay. Opens like this, right? I go from mm-hmm. the left. So I go bottom. Oh, but you start at the row. bottom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I start on the bottom, but I go from the left which it looks like it's not the left when it's in my camera on the left side. So I guess if you're looking at it from here, so I go left to right and then front to back. And then when I crack them, I just like crack it. And then I just throw the shell away. But I know some people who (laughs) Ross is rolling his eyes at me. Some people who like put the carton back into, or put the, the shell back in the carton. And that just seems like a sin to me, but why? I feel like that's really unhygienic. I feel like all the germs from the it could egg. like the egg yolk can cross contaminate. Yeah. Wait, there's why? a lot wrong with that. Why? As someone who's worked in food service most of her adult life, I find that very disturbing. But yeah. Do you like put the shells so they're like holding each other or like it's a new egg? <laughs> <laughs> You go no, it's like it. they're holding each other. Like you stack them. I don't do okay, that. But then what happens when you need to recycle the carton and it has egg carcass on it? You just throw the carton away with the egg carcass. I don't love egg carcass, by the way. <laughs> oh my, I don't like that at all. I know. I feel like Ross has done that before. <laughs> It's been a it's been an argument. Do you ever put the eggshell back in the carton? That's what we did growing up. Yeah, that's what Ross did growing up. That's where I've seen I that before. It was weird to throw them away. He thought it was weird to throw it away. So that Is was he gonna a big... keep it for later. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was a big change when we moved in together. I was like, what are these eggshells doing in the carton? I didn't do that. That's disgusting. 
Oh, married life is weird. I know. That's yeah, so Ross. Would you like saving them for later or what? That's just what we did. I never it's so crazy how the way you grow up influences. Because you don't actually touch the raw egg or the. I know, but like germs know. can like maneuver themselves through little particles in the air. Anyway, that's a thing. I wasn't sure if you would know that's a thing. I knew you would hate that it's a thing, <laughs> but it's a thing. Oh. It's no longer a thing here. I put a I'm to glad. That. I'm glad to hear that it's yeah. changed. I don't like to shame food behaviors, but that is not something I like. The dietitian took control over that one. Yeah, yeah. Perks of living with a dietitian. Yes. We're a little controlling, but we do it for good reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we had different answers. I'm glad that we get eggs from different sides of the carton. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm Although, glad you don't do it from the back. I think I'd be oh. upset if you did. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, if we ever lived together, I feel like we'd get in a big fight about the eggs because well, we would like meet in the middle. <laughs> I was thinking about why I was like, why? Cause normally I do, I do everything else left to right. And yeah. it's cause when I go to make my avocado toast and I take the carton out, the right side is closest to where I put them on the stove. Oh, I put so them I on the other side of the stove. Does so that I make think sense? Our, our behaviors are logical. Actually, I just lied about everything I just said. Why would okay. you say? Hannah, we have to be honest on here. We well, not everything, but let me explain. I We no longer have, we don't keep the cartons in the fridge anymore. So when I did have cartons, that's how I did it. But we now have like one of those big plastic holders. So I almost that's forgot I have completely different. Yeah. So it has like three, 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 three. It has like 24 slots. So that obviously I go left to right, front to back, but it's no longer a carton. So I guess I didn't really lie. I'm still going in the same direction, but yeah it's not a carton of like six anymore so never mind wasn't all a lie but I actually I was convinced got... you're gonna be like I take it from the back and I take it from the middle <laughs> and I leave the eggshells in there for days I put the eggshells on the other eggs so. <laughs> I just drizzle the white all over the other eggs Ew. Like I get grossed out by like egg consistency sometimes. And that would freak me out if I just saw like eggs, like marinating. <laughs> like if you like, maybe I'll just like come and poke a hole in all of your eggs. I think that would just like send you into a tizzy. <laughs> that would be the start of my villain origin story. <laughs> I'll put some indents in your avocado and poke holes in all your eggs. You'll take the stems of my avocado. Oh yeah. Uh things not to do <laughs> oh now i know exactly how to get jeff if we I'm ever gonna have protect, our... i'm gonna protect all my eggs and all my avocados <laughs> from you i'm ruthless uh, okay on that note i feel like we always end it where i have to say okay that's enough yeah. of that i was just wait so i know i was thinking those are really bad ways to get back at your roommates if you're having roommate problems we are not condoning that behavior so don't don't be a bad roommate with and mess with their food unless you need to no that's how you do it <laughs> no 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 i'm kidding be nice to everyone spread okay. love <laughs> yes 
<laughs> not salmonella. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. Spread love, not salmonella. <laughs> you guys should see we have a running list of all these ridiculous quotes that we say. <laughs> we'll have to share that one day. Yes. All okay, right. Now we, now we can finish. Now we can finish. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new today. We'll yeah. see you next time. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week. Check out our new store, Upbeat Dietitian store for very cool products. And you might see some funny quotes that you've heard from the podcast on there. Yeah. Spread love, not someone else. I think it'd be a great t-shirt. Yeah. I would buy that. Yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> okay cool okay see you guys next week Bye. bye thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the upbeat dietitians with your host emily krause and hannah thompson we appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us in order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast please subscribe and leave a rating and review if you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars follow us on instagram at the upbeat dietitians Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.